Hello and welcome to Art Witch, the podcast where creativity, magic, and healing align for personal and collective liberation. I'm your host, Zanetta, and welcome. Art Witch aims to provide resources for creative empowerment, helping folks make and share their art and also find their authentic expression. In this podcast, you'll hear from a variety of artists, witches, and healers, as well as experts in various art industries and related fields, all with the intention of helping folks share their art and their unique magic with the world. Happy Gemini season. I know it's almost the new moon in Gemini coming up on Thursday. And if you can hear it, there's actually a thunderstorm that is happening right now here in Brooklyn where I'm recording. And I love it. I love it. It's like we're right on time for this episode. And it's very, very exciting because I love recording nature sounds and I record a lot of thunder and so typically I associate thunder actually with Gemini season so it feels like a powerful magical nod (laughs) that the universe is giving us for this creativity tarot reading today before I get into all the juicy reading goodness, I want to share a lot of announcements. And this is stuff that I'm very passionate about, stuff I've been working towards for many years. Um, And I'm just very, very thankful to share it with our community. So the first announcement I have is a couple of events that are really specific to this week. This week is Loving Day here in the United States um, on June 12th, which celebrates striking down of all the illegality of interracial marriage here in the U.S. So for me as a multiracial individual, I often think a lot about how we can celebrate multiness, how we can um, really tap into the power of complexity and liminality. Um, this is stuff that witches are talking about all the time. Us queer witches, a lot of people are really interested in dissolving those binaries and those singularities and fixed ideas of identity. And so multiracial awareness and advocacy is really, really close to my heart, really, really important to me. And this week, I'm very, very excited to announce that on the new moon in Gemini, Thursday, June 10th, I'm going to be hosting a very, very special sound ritual for multiness, for multiracial folks. This is called PRISM, and it's going to be held on Patreon. The idea is that we are dreaming and audiating our experiences of multiness and really, really 
leaning into the spiritual and the magical aspects of what it means to embody multiplicity in our identities. So it's a really, really powerful moment for me personally as an artist. It's something I have been circling closer and closer towards for a decade, probably. And this is kind of the first moment where I'm really getting a chance to share in community in the way that I do through rituals and through channeling share some of the things that I've been working on and developing kind of on my own for a long time this also marks the beginning of a whole year-long series of community gatherings that I'm going to be hosting on Patreon that is specifically for multiracial community, specifically exploring multiness through the spiritual, through sound. So this new moon on Ge- in Gemini is really interesting because we are experiencing a solar eclipse, basically. And a lot of folks, a lot of magical, energetic, inclined folks will say that eclipses are really tricky and that there's a lot of um just like proceed with um mindfulness <laughs> around uh, doing spells doing ritual doing things like that however my guides have been very clear that this particular new moon in gemini has something really cool to share with us it has this expansiveness of releasing visibility releasing the norms around visibility and really coming from a place of um, audiation inner hearing um, and inner dreaming through hearing so I'm very excited to create around these celestial energies to create for multi-community it feels so sacred so i hope you'll join me that's actually all through patreon patreon is such a beautiful way for me to create consistently and to share in consistent community and to build from that space of relationship so you can find the link down below for prism the sound ritual on thursday june 10th and i'll leave that in the description below The next thing I want to invite everyone to is mycelium. So mycelium is a community conversation series that we have on Patreon that is all about creativity and magic. And it's us getting together and talking about different topics that feel relevant, that feel meaningful, and to explore them and unpack them as a community which is so different than like just someone kind of telling you what something means or um just kind of teaching you it's a lot of like communal discovery and kind of um shared synapsis firing (laughs) which is why i kind of gave a really beautiful nod to the forest and the shared um, wisdom that happens in a forest and shared resources in a forest through mycelium. So that's happening on June 13th at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
that's also on Patreon. So basically, if you join the Patreon community, you have an opportunity to be a part of a couple community events that happen regularly every month. And then you also get an opportunity to access a whole library of videos, meditations, um, like all sorts of journal prompts and tarot spreads and just really cool folks who are sharing cool thoughts and ideas in these spaces and in these events. So that is what's happening. The other event that's happening on Patreon this month is our Creative Coven Full Moon Gathering. Creative Coven is basically where we get together and we practice ritual and magic together. It's something that we do on the full moons. It's an opportunity to get into trying different things. Um, If you are new to spell work, if you're new to witchcraft or journeying or anything like that, this is an opportunity to kind of explore that with other people in a really soft but very clear space. So Creative Covenant is meeting on the full moon in Capricorn on June 24th. So if you join Patreon, you'll have access to all three of these events, which is pretty amazing. So some other events that I have going on this lunar cycle is the Searcher's Symposium, which is happening June 18th through June 20th. This is a beautiful tarot conference that I feel like is really reimagined. Many tarot conferences are, you know, very scholarly, very powerful, very cool. Has a lot of the same players often, you know, um, same teachers, same practitioners that you read about. Often, though, the, the lens that I feel like is being brought to the tarot is pretty antiquated, um, pretty fixed in certain social norms, certain ideas about, you know, how we earn our money, um, what kinds of relationships we're in, all sorts of stuff like that. It's it's rarely very queer, rarely very um, uh, capitalist critical. It's, (laughs) there's a lot there. But this particular tarot conference is so cool because they're covering topics like gender and tarot or getting into anti-racism with the tarot and some of my favorite teachers are actually going to be teaching this tarot conference people like Maria Minnis and Nick Kepley and um, Charlie Burgess and folks like that and Cassandra Snow really really interesting um, folks who have been working on deprogramming and dismantling around the tarot um, to make the tarot a tool that is really um, meeting you where you are, which I think uh, any anything that we're working on needs to be adjusted in that way. Anything, if it's our art, if it's the mediums we work with, if it's the programs that we program in, whatever it is, everything has to be kind of adjusted to be in alignment with us. And so this searcher's symposium feels so so special and i'm really honored to be leading a sound ritual to open the whole symposium on june 18th and this is like 
audiating the archetypes. People ask me all the time, what do you hear in the tarot? What sonic worlds does the tarot reveal to you? And the tarot does sing to me. It does. It has sounds. It has shifting melodies and questions that are only answered through sound. Um, But I have rarely gotten a chance to share those audiations with other people. So I'm really excited to do a sound ritual to open ourselves up to exploring the tarot in new ways and to share what sounds the archetypes have to offer. So if you want to join me for that, that is June 18th. I'm going to leave the link to sign up and the discount code that gets you 10% off the whole tarot conference, the whole searcher symposium. Um, The code is Zanetta, Z-A-N-E-T-A, my name. And man of the cards on Instagram, Nick Kepley, who runs a fabulous podcast called In Search of Tarot that I was on once upon a time, is the beautiful um, genius force behind this project. So check out their work. Check out Nick's work. Um, they're doing some really amazing stuff with the tarot. And yeah, I hope to see you all there on June 18th. The last announcement that I have for this episode today is that I'm actually planning a very special episode that I am dubbing the Six of Cups. (laughs) So for me, the Six of Cups brings up um, some retro energy. It's some nostalgia for me. I often think of old analog synths, um, mixtapes, pressing repeat on my Walkman like a thousand times until the tape starts to get kind of worn out and tangly on the cassette. It reminds me of riding my um, bike with a banana seat through the rain in like the suburbs of Los Angeles. Like there's a real specific feel that I get when I um, connect with the Six of Cups. It's a slightly awkward but oh so precious vibe of childhood. And for a long time, I've been thinking about audio storytelling on the podcast. I love doing interviews and I love sharing uh, in the way that I share. And I've been kind of dreaming about telling stories more here. So one of the stories that I wanted to explore, one of the topics or themes that I wanted to explore was our childhood memories of making art, specifically those really awkward, um, embarrassing, kind of um, growing pain kinds of stories where you're like, oh my gosh, I'm mortified. I want to explore those stories because there's so much wisdom and so much um, magic in us kind of boldly, um, bravely seeking our inspiration, seeking our creative visions, (laughs) making them happen, even though they were totally a hot mess. I want to celebrate the inner child. I want to celebrate the child who in their inherent wisdom 
has really honed who we are today as expansive seekers you know who are willing to go out there and try all sorts of wild things because we know that that's where possibility lies and so in this six of cups episode i am inviting the art witch community that means you i'm inviting folks to submit their childhood stories of art making the best and juiciest mortifying tales awkward moments visions gone awry i want to hear it all and basically whoever gets selected for this episode i'm going to email you back and you'll get um, a notification if you have a photo that goes with this experience that's also great because i'm going to do a little bit of a blog post and a little bit of a feature around this and i'm going to set it to sounds and set it to some music and have a really good time with it um, in that way as an audio storyteller. So I hope that you will submit your stories. When I think of awkward, juicy stories, I think about all the gigs I wore like weird bow ties to as a child. I think about the moments that I competed in like weird competitions and like had visions of like creating some kind of fancy pageant or like dressing up my animals to like do a play with me like things like that anything that is just like oh my gosh you would totally hide your eyes in shame if you saw that now but it's so endearing and so beautiful and so heartfelt it's like very page of cups like this is your heart. This is how you wanted to express yourself and you went for it. So please go ahead, email me your stories. If you want to submit your stories, have your, basically the date and your age roughly when that happened. And if you have a photo, even better. And I will email you back. Stories need to be submitted in by July 1st. So that's kind of the cutoff for this project. But yeah, I look forward to listening to all your stories and reading them over. If your story gets selected, I will invite you to actually tell your story and to record it and have it on the podcast. So I hope that you will submit your stories and I'm really, really excited to hear those. So final, final announcement is that I want to thank our latest Patreon members for their support and for joining the community space. Thank you, Jody. Thank you, Diana. Thank you, Lexa. Thank you, Julia. Thank you, Joy. Thank you, Caitlin. And thank you, Christy. I so, so appreciate you all. And I look forward to connecting with you more in that community. So without further ado, here is today's tarot creativity reading. Hello and welcome to this month's creativity tarot reading. My name is Zanetta and I'm so excited to be reading for you all today. It's such an honor. Um, So many folks in this podcast community have been listening for a while, listening for the last seven months or so, and it's really cool to hear your feedback on how these readings support you and what they offer you in terms of your creative journey. So thank you all so much for listening. 
Today's reading is really, really interesting. Um, there's a little bit of throwback eclipse energy that's happening. And we're going to get into that in full detail. But I'd like to introduce first, what is the tarot spread that I'll be using today? I'm working with a three card spread. So there are three questions, three positions, essentially. And the first position is what are we being invited to step into in this lunar cycle? So this lunar cycle starts on June 10th, Thursday, new moon in Gemini with a solar eclipse. And the second card position is what's kind of barring the way from us stepping into that invitation? What's holding us back or maybe disrupting our flow, essentially? Some might think of this as the challenge position. And then the third card is the tangible action or reframe um, a decision that needs to be made, something in the material realm that can be activated and engaged that will help us unlock that door and step into the first card, step into the energies and the invitations of the first card. So let's dive right in. Right away I noticed that our spread actually contains two cards from the last um, tarot reading that I posted on the podcast from the last lunar cycle, um, which is really, really notable. It's important. Uh, it feels like there's some residual energies that are coming up that are making it really, really challenging to allow ourselves to step into that invitation. And it makes a whole lot of sense, like a whole lot of sense. Um, considering just what we're all going through in terms of the pandemic and the major transitions that are happening. So the first card of this reading, this is the invitation for this lunar cycle, is the Fool in Reverse. So this card brings up a lot of potential, right? This is like the zero. It's the infinite starting over and returning to beginning to returning to beginning. It's that energy where you're finding yourself like striking out, going forth, moving, um, flowing. And yet we have this energy in reverse. And it's not to say that the whole process of starting over or trying things out isn't happening. It's not to say that it's not happening, but there's definitely some stick there. There's some sticky stuff that is kind of um, glomming on a little bit to the energetic flow of our of our art making of our creativity of our expression and that is so so understandable it's just so understandable and yet the guides are coming through and they're like hey this this is a time this is a moment this is an opportunity it truly is like you can begin again it's a choice 
it really is a choice to step into that eternal um river essentially that unending river that is constantly flowing through all things through all beings this energy flow that is part of the life death rebirth process right it is our choice to step into that and let it carry us forward and we're invited in this lunar cycle to let the energy carry us forward to let it move us even if that feels really 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 hard and I know (laughs) from my own personal experiences that Sometimes when the like the larger energies that are presented and and the like micro energies that I'm dealing with don't align, there can be um, a real almost existential struggle. <laughs> it can be like a oh my gosh, like who am I? What's going on? How do I um, make heads or tails? of these kind of like seemingly opposing forces but I'm getting this really clear supportive energy around this that's like it's not as at odds as you may think it's not as complicated as it may feel and that's really really like an important distinction in this moment that like the the feelings and then the energies, the feelings and the energies. Um, knowing those differences for yourself are really, really key in this invitation because you may have this personal feeling of, say, awkwardness or just like things have been disrupted or things feel a little sticky trying to move forward and step into these possibilities step into these new invitations that come with the fool so just recognizing the personal feelings and then maybe those larger energies and how there might be some kind of disjunctive energy around that so knowing on some level that this is all a playful opportunity that this is all a co-creative opportunity to um, test things out, to, you know, wade in the waters a little bit, to feel the air rising beneath you as you take that leap of faith. Whatever that is for you, it's like you can. You can at any time do that. You don't need to wait for a new moon. You don't need to wait for, you know, the right circumstances. You don't need to have like the most put together portfolio or the situation that seems like it's in perfect alignment. The steady stream of life is moving all the time and the invitation to create and to play is constant. That is one of the constants of the universe. So take a look outside. Take a look at the sun rising 
and the sun setting. Take a look at the moon shifting in its many phases. Take a look at the seedlings and the blossoms. Take a look at where life is showing you refreshing, renewing energy. Take a look at where things are walking out into the trust and into the playfulness of creating life where trees and plants and animal kin are constantly they're voyaging (laughs) they're taking that next adventure and here's where the challenge card kind of comes in here's the second card so the second card for this lunar cycle which is gonna kind of be the energy that that kind of holds us back from stepping into that stream is the tower again the tower comes up so last lunar cycle we had the tower come up and we were experiencing like the crumbling we were feeling the crumbling the crumbling was intense and The thing is about the tower, like people will get it and they'll be like, oh yeah, the tower. But no, it's the tower. There's a reason why people kind of are like, whoa, (laughs) by that kind of energy. Because it's not um, just here's this disruption, but it's seismic in its quality. The aftershocks are something that we have to be aware of. There are going to be so many aftershocks from what has transpired in our world. When the pandemic originally was being um, put out in the media, like around January of like 2020, I remember reading about it and I remember thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be like the next roughly at least two years that we're going to be impacted on a very like day-to-day level and now we've reached like the over a year mark right and I think that what we're being reminded of in this moment in this lunar cycle is like those aftershocks are going to be going for a while we're going to be feeling the after effects of what has happened and how we have been impacted for several several seasons and it's not something that we can control right it's not something that we can ignore it's something that we're living with we're managing we have awareness about it and this steady stream of life is continuing this steady stream of energy is continuing throughout all these aftershocks. So there's kind of like this really interesting swing that is happening with awareness here. Like attention on the aftershocks, attention on the potential and the energy that's flowing. And that can just give us a little bit of whiplash. Let's just be real. (laughs) That can be really, really um, a lot to try to like process and to have space for and to then like go and then make heads or tails and decide what you want to do with, with what you've processed. I just want to take a moment to acknowledge that. That is just something that is 
really challenging about this. We kind of have to go into this. And this is the message that I'm getting. We have to kind of go into this understanding that these aftershocks are part of the experience. The stutters and the stops, the pauses and the like sticking points are all going to be part of stepping back into that flow. It's not like what you may have done before. This is interesting, right? Because it's like if you were used to say, I'm going to go do this project and I'm going to do this thing and it's just going to happen and I'm going to make it happen. This is not necessarily how things are flowing now. Yeah, the energy, that current of life is still flowing through everything, but it's more like there's the real aftershocks of a huge global upheaval <laughs> that will continue to have their impact, that will continue to cause us to have to take some detours or some pauses. We're going to have to navigate around some of that rubble that got shaken up and got loose and that is now like on the roads that we typically take. So like if you were used to going and navigating through your work, through your creative process, through certain roads and avenues, you're going to have to understand this lunar cycle and probably for the next several cycles that detours are absolutely a part of this process. That is absolutely what the fool is going to end up doing <laughs> that is absolutely what that regenerative energy is doing it's finding ways around stuff it's finding new possibilities detours are very important to expanding and creating in this very systemized world that we're living in, in this very systemized society pardon me i don't want to place that on the world but we are asking more questions. Those stutters and stops, those pauses are part of asking questions, getting lost, and finding new opportunities and potential. They are not at odds with starting over at all. It is actually how things change. So this is something to adjust to. It's something that's going to ask us to slowly attune to. It's not going to be an overnight mental flip of a switch. If you're looking for the reading to kind of give you that, I have strong um, messages that that's just not going to happen. It's going to be like there's a reassurance here that whatever kinds of like sticking points you're finding in trying to step into stuff, that's really part of the process of this like renewing, this returning to possibility. So here's the last card. We get back to another card that was in the previous reading, which is the Two of Cups. This is what material 
action or tangible action or decision we can do or action that we can take in the material realm that will allow us to really access the fool. And last cycle, we had talked a lot about the Two of Cups in a sense of personal rhythms. Knowing yourself, knowing your rhythms, knowing your blossoming, knowing your shedding. And so now we have this in the action place. This was the invitation for last lunar cycle. And now we have it in the position of the action. So we still have a lot of this connective energy, but now we're having it as an opportunity to co-create with life's energy. So to me, this means like where at once you may have thought of your path as something to maybe adhere to things you have to do that you have to improve, maybe like things on the external level that you have to go and do and to make happen and to kind of activate. In a sense, it's more about connecting with yourself, connecting with the truth of where you are, connecting with how you feel, how you feel about what's going on. Be real with that. Be so real with that. You know, don't don't hide from that. You know, don't hide from yourself, essentially. These truths of the moment are being validated by you. Then start to notice how you can tap into that creative playful life force that invitation that question that always moves through the universe that always moves through us that always moves through everything take it as an invitation to play take it as an invitation to get to know yourself take it as an invitation to be creative the questions that kind of come up for me when I see this two of cups is less about like how would I want to be but how would I like to be in relationship with that creative force of the universe because there's like a lot of playfulness there's a lot of personal joy and I want to say surrender too surrender feels like another piece of this we have who we think we really should be and how we should move through the world. And that will always be at odds with the constantly changing dynamic energies of the universe because those energies are not fixed. So how can we release that fixed ideology about ourselves? How can we also allow ourselves to create in a way that helps us feel good. So that is the messages basically for this lunar cycle. I hope that this helps you. I hope that when you listen to this, that it allows space to come through. Space 
within you, space around you, space to relate in loving ways to the earth, to your creative practice. I think as artists, especially as art witches, we are stewards of questions, constantly ferrying back and forth between our inner realm and the outer realm. We are moving with the great mystery. And the Two of Cups, I feel like, brings a lot of great mystery. Knowing that the great mystery is really held within us, not so much in our ideologies of ourselves, in our fixed ideologies of ourselves. Cups and that water and that mystery and fluidity and liminality and multiplicity of water just echoes the many forms and shapes that we can take and the many ways that we can go about accessing this full energy. So get playful about it. Get comfy with questions. Allow the rubble to be what it is. Naturally, you're going to have to detour. Naturally, you're going to have to navigate. Maybe it's not going to look quite the same as other times that you have just launched into projects or launched a new thing or done a new thing. But trusting that the complicatedness and the unfamiliarity of the terrain is going to lead you to views and vistas of self and your creativity and magic that are far beyond anything you have ever seen before. So thank you all so much for listening. This month, we have so much stuff going on in the Patreon community. It's really, really incredible. I hope you join me on Thursday, June 10th for the new moon in Gemini sound ritual called Prism, which is in honor of multiracial identity and celebrating multiness. This week is Loving Day. Then there's also our community conversations called Mycelium, which is on Sunday, June 13th. I'm also doing a beautiful opening sound ritual for the Searchers Solstice Symposium. There are a lot of really great readers who are teaching workshops in this um, weekend symposium, June 18th through the 20th. And then we have Creative Coven on the Patreon, which is June 24th. And that's a full moon gathering that I do every single full moon with the folks on Patreon, where we practice ritual, journey, meditate, and craft spells together. So it's really amazing space to practice with other art witches. And if you have a story that you would like to share for our upcoming Six of Cups episode, please be sure to email me. I'll drop my information in the description box down below, but it's going to be really awesome. And I'm looking forward to hearing all your wonderful childhood stories about making art. So 
Thank you all so much for listening. I really appreciate your support. If you like this episode, please consider writing a review. Please subscribe. Please share it with a friend. All those things are so, so meaningful. And I love reading the reviews. It just warms my heart dearly. And if you want to, you can also follow Art Witch Podcast on Instagram. That's at Art Witch Podcast. Thank you all so much for listening and take care. If you enjoyed today's episode of Art Witch, please consider subscribing or writing a review. Each and every little bit helps spread the word to more and more people.